What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. For what it's worth, my parents never asked why she couldn't find a man in check. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Wait a minute. Who asked? Gino's parents were like, you're... Or not parents, Gino's family was like, you're fantastic looking, you're smart, you're funny. What are you doing with with our relative? You couldn't find a, a, a suitor in Panama? Yes, I do recall now. My parents took one look at you, heard you speak and said, we get it. We get it. Wait a minute. <laughs> what does that mean? It uh, doesn't mean anything. I think I think my parents know that I'm a catch. You and, are a good catch. And yes. my parents know that. I am a catch. Absolutely. A couple <laughs> catches over here. A couple of catches. Yeah. So that's, it was a dig. It was a slight dig at Chino. Oh, yeah. Which my parents didn't feel the need to dig me that way. They dig you so much that they didn't have to dig me. <laughs> yeah, your parents are very judgment-free people. It's as like Planet Fitness at my house. As <laughs> <laughs> I've pizza, seen the ads. Pizza nonstop. A lot of purple. I was going to say, your parents are not judgmental as long as they feel like the other person like is genuine. Okay. I, I feel like if I came in and be someone I'm not or just be someone they didn't think matches well with you, I think then they would come with a judgment in a way that like, hey, John, are you sure? This I don't is think it? so. You like to think this of yourself and you've said it before on this podcast, but- I told you, and for better or worse, I think it's for better because uh, let adults be adults, but for better or worse, my parents didn't say anything about my ex until I broke up with her and they were like, yeah, we never liked her anyways. I was like, well, why didn't you <laughs> tell me then? I, I listened to you. I judge. I Your sister says she did tell you. You, you said yeah. you don't recall. I don't really. I mean, I could tell, right? I could tell that she wasn't the biggest fan. I can tell my sister loves you. Shout out to Rachel. Yeah, I love Rachel too. But I think my parents were pretty mums. The word, dad's the word, and didn't make their feelings known, which I respect. I respect that. Let, I was old enough at that. If I was 15, mm. 16, and I was getting involved with the wrong crowd, then tell me. Yeah. But if I'm 20 plus years old, I don't need mommy and daddy telling me what they think of my partner. I think my mom wouldn't say, but you could figure her out by the way she acts. Mm-hmm. My dad would tell me. Like my dad would literally be like, oh, I don't like John. I don't think you would. You should be with him. Okay. Well, but he he loves you. Good to hear. All right. <laughs> I don't want to talk about our relationship too much. We're going to talk Classic. about everyone else's relationships. Real quick, a little business. You guys know it. Maybe you love it. Maybe you don't. If you don't love it, it's probably because you're not on it. Well, get on Patreon. Get on Supercast. We're over there talking about 90 Day the Single Life. Mm-hmm. What a season. Great season. You can get that content starting at... The Cousins Club level on Patreon and Supercast. If you want just audio, if you want to watch us on video through that podcast, get over to the Family Affair level. You'll not only get the video and audio of the podcast, you'll get a, a monthly bonus. Oh, yeah. We've done Prison Brides. Yes. We've done Secret Life of Dancing Dogs. And this is like, it's a one-off. It's a one-episode thing. We do The Love is Blind. We do The that's After true. the Author. Like that, we, we do all kinds of things. That's a good point. We don't just do bonuses for Family Affair. Once in a while, we feel generous and we say, let's just give all of our Patreon and Supercast members true. Uh, all After the Altar. Yes. And 
we like doing that. So get on the Patreon, get on the Supercast, patreon.com slash Reality, maritreality.supercast.com. Also just get on the Instagram. It's free. It's fun. It's at Pod. Yes. You can... Message us. I mean, I like to build up to that. All right, all right. You do that. I think that's the climax. You can follow along. Sometimes we post memes. There's news. But most importantly, most fun of all, you can message with us. Yes. Usually you message with me and I love it. So keep that going. Yeah, On Instagram, on Patreon, just keep it coming. Teresa's taking away my privileges, my messaging privileges. I used to like sneak. You sneak in. I sneak a peek. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's at Mary Throughout at Married Reality Pod on Instagram. Also, make sure you're just following the podcast wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as... Oh, boy. Someone didn't do their homework. Someone didn't do their homework. Oh, God. But... Oh, God. But... What, do you need me to help you? Yes. Woo! What was hot this episode? A lot of this episode. I mean, Smash looks as hot as Jasmine in those wedding dresses. She looks fantastic. Mm, I, I don't love that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Smash looks as hot as Rob's Chrysler Crossfire making an appearance once again. No. Oh boy. Teresa, you don't have any, and I've come up with two solid ones. I really, really don't. Okay. Smash it like it's as hot as. Brian Rock and the Sunglasses All Conversion Ceremony. Sure. All right. I'll go with that. All right. Smash it like it's as hot as Brian's transl- translucent nope. lenses. No. I think you're Trans- trying to think of transition. Transition uh, I, I don't think they are transition because if they were transitions, they would transition back to being regular glasses. Maybe they don't work well. The broken transition. Yes. Yeah. All right. Smash it like it's hot as just Brian in general because what a treat he is. We love this uh, UFO-loving atheist. Yes. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. We're a sucker for love. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast right here. You have one. Is that a question? Yes. Okay, because I don't like when you make the statement. I like when you ask, and then I will give. I'm using the slang, but you have one or what? Like, it's a slang. Okay. Without me saying... Do you have a review, Jonathan? All right, now she's well, doing... No need to be super proper. Do you have a bloody review, Jonathan? <laughs> yes, I do. This one comes to us from our friend WV Mountain Mama. Hello, Mountain Mama. Maybe that's West Virginia. Ooh, that's West a good Virginia. one. West Virginia. Great song. Mountain they have nice Mama. mountains. Sure do. Five stars titled Obsessed with like a lot of S's. So are we. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing your light. I adore you both. Your banter is sweet and your views on these shows are just delightful. You need to stop covering MAFs and pick up Prison Brides. MAFs Australia or Love is Blind Sweden or Brazil. Didn't know those existed. We need your view and opinions on other dating slash marrying couples oh. cultures. Teresa, I'm obsessed with your accent. I love it. Best review ever. What a review. <laughs> we love it so much. And you know what's funny? I almost started watching The Love is Blind Sweden. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix and it's it's dubbed. Oh, so it's they dubbed. S- they speak English. Eh, well, they dub English or they speak they English? They dub English. Oh, which is I would great. hope so. How many people speak Swedish in the States? No, but there's not just subtitles. That's what I'm trying to say. It has English dubbing. Oh. Yeah. yeah do I like that? You see, I may because it, it almost feel like it's in America. Do I like that? I haven't started it watching it yet, but... 
it's kind of on my list to watch. All right, we've got nothing but time. We have so much free time to watch extra shows, so. Not. Count it. Maybe it'll be, <laughs> maybe it'll be a family affair bonus, though. I can see that. All right. That is the business. Thank you, Mountain Mama. What a sweet review. Let's do a little 90-day day, by the way. Before we get into the meat of this episode, a little 90-day, by the way. Let's see what you've got. Okay. Number one. Jen who? Anyone remember Jen? Of Jen and Rishi? Oh, yeah. Because she's out. I was literally going to say Jen who. She's out. Rishi's got a new lady. He did. Well... I've seen some stuff on social media in the past couple of months saying that he's dating someone from the 90-day universe. Well, that's... True or false? That's false. Okay. All right. Jen is out. Rishi is in with a new woman named Maria Ramirez. And not only are they dating, Teresa, they just tied the knot. They just got married. What? In a multi-day Indian celebration. This is breaking news. I'm reading this off people.com. What nationality is she? Not Indian. I don't know what she is, but she's confirmed she's not Indian, but that did not stop them from going well, all out. she could be American. She could be American. Yeah. She'd be anything, yeah. Teresa. And they went balls to the wall, I think is the, wow. the proper terminology. Well, if I'm judging based on her name, I think she could be from North or South America. Who knows, Teresa? Or Spain. I don't know. Exactly. That's Just why guessing. I'm not going to try to guess. Just guessing. She's not from India. That's all we know. She did get married in a three-day-long Indian ceremony. Okay. It looked as nice, if not more extravagant, than TJ and Kim's. All right. This wedding had some celebrity guests, though. Like who? Like Jenny and Samit. I was just going to say that. Yeah, like Jenny and Samit. Because I saw the photo of Rishi, Jenny, and Samit. Okay. Well, that was at their wedding. You know what I was going to say? I don't know how she does it, but Jenny keeps looking younger and younger. Hmm. Unless she has a good camera. Hmm. A little Vaseline on the camera lens. Never hurt nobody. Well, Vaseline on your face, guys. That's the trick. All right. It's called slugging. On the camera? No, on your face. What, why slugging? I don't know. I was just reading an article. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just reading an article about it because I woke up. I was very dry and I was like, should I moisturize at night? And they were like... It's called slugging. You put Vaseline and you go to sleep. I was like, well, I'm not going to do that's, that. But That's what I do. I call it the Vaseline eyes yeah. or the Vaseline face. Look at you, it slugger. depends where I put the Vaseline. All right. It's great. Anyways, back to this breaking news, Teresa. All right. It all seems very quick. And very quick. I mean, we were watching Jen and Rishi, it seems like, not even a year ago. I know. So Rishi moved on. There is some talk, though, about their split. Jen says their split wasn't mutual. Mm. Rishi says it was. Jen's got her side of the story. She hasn't told it yet. But now I'm even more curious because was he banging around behind Jen's back? Because how does this happen so quickly? Yeah, I could see that. But if she's not Indian, how would he just manage to do that with a foreigner? Yeah, I don't know. Well, you remember Jen was interested in Julian or the other way around? Julian from Dabby? I don't know if that was a joke or not, but I do remember such talk. Yeah, so who knows? Who knows? Let's see. But congrats to Rishi and Maria. Congrats. Hopefully they have less drama in their relationship than he did with Jen. Less drama, more toilet paper. (laughs) I think their biggest issue was that Jen was older and basically didn't want to have kids or couldn't. And the parents were like, no. All right. How about, by the way, number two? Let's hear it. 
Jasmine seems to be following in the footsteps of some other 90 dayers, cashing in on her newfound fame with a business venture. All right. She's been teasing the launch of a new business. She hasn't come out and said exactly what that business is, but people have been putting the pieces together based on some social media posts. It seems like it could be a vegan supplement company. A vegan supplement company, okay. More specifically, a vegan protein powder. Interesting. She's been posting a lot recently, positioning herself as a vegan fitness influencer. And then she's been posting a lot of kind of behind the scenes business things and hashtagging those posts. And the hashtags that appear on every post, Jazzy Fitness, okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's going to be the name of the brand. But the other hashtag that's making an appearance, vegan protein. Mm. So people are thinking, why are you hashtagging vegan protein if it's not going to be a vegan protein product? It better taste good because I've tried when I thought I'm allergic to whey. Whey? Oh, boy. Whey. You got it. I'm always like in between. I'm allergic to whey also. It's the dumbest looking video game ever. Like, (laughs) what are we doing here, folks? I did like the dance on whey. Is that whey? Yeah. Bowling was fun until you... Smash your I like the dance. I like the dance-offs. Okay, but back to way. Back to way. 90 Day by the Way. Ooh, look at that. That's going to be my protein brand. <laughs> 90 Day by the Way protein. Well, I tried some vegan ones. And first of all, they don't have a lot of protein. Second of all, they taste disgusting. I tried because of me being afraid of whey, which I'm actually not allergic to. And that's great. I drank it with almond milk and it was just one of the most disgusting thing ever yeah. it's one of those protein shakes i bought i tried and i tossed all right well so i hope that if she's doing it like work on the freaking flavor jasmine send some our way and if we Ooh. like it if we like it well plug it right here i don't want to do an ad and i luckily i won't because i don't know the name of the protein shake from the t- of the top of my head i'm saying we'll do an ad read but we'll just we'll if she sends us not uh, for her, but I'm saying me. I finally discovered a protein shake that tastes like coffee. It's nice. the best thing in the world. I'm obsessed with it. It's way, but I'm obsessed with it. It has nice cows on the label, okay, all right. but it's just, it, it's so good. All right. It's so good. And I'm talking as someone who absolutely hates protein shakes. All right. Well, when you figure out the name. We can tell our friends because yeah, of- guys, it's it's great. It's on Amazon. It's not that expensive, and it's literally the best thing ever. Beautiful. All right, that is ninety day. By the way, I love it. But by the way, but the way protein. Uh, without further ado, let's get into it. The reason we're here: Sunday night, ninety day fiance, season ten, episode sixteen. And let's start with the aforementioned Gino and Jasmine. Gino and Jasmine going dress shopping and watching this. All I was thinking about is like, I wish you went with me because you're my bestie. No, this is ridiculous. I would love for you to come with me. No, I like the element of surprise. Really? Yes. I don't want to, because here's the real deal. I loved your dress. Okay. okay. But if I didn't and you did, do I say so? Do I not say so? And then I'm just thinking for weeks or months about it. Mm. It's putting it's putting me in an awkward position, and let's be honest here. Uh, that's True. what I that's what I worry about. So no, it's better off. You went with my mom. Yeah, I didn't get time. anything, but it, here's what I'm gonna say about wedding dress shopping. 
I'm happy I don't ever have to do it again because okay. it's very overwhelming to me. I did not love it. I know girls love it. I did not love it. I really didn't love the experience. Because yours, yours was more practical. You went in, I need to get a dress. A lot of people, I think, go in for just the the ceremony of it all, the, the celebration and event of it. I want champagne. I want to be pampered. I want a whole day about me. You were just like, look, I got an hour. I need a dress. Well, yeah, but I wish I felt that way. I just, I would get a champagne or something. I think I did. But I just, I for me, trying these dresses on the day, I don't know. It, it was very overwhelming to me. All right. I don't know. I don't love, I didn't love it. I wish I did. I really wish. Okay. I don't understand why Gino had to be there. I know she said, oh, he's got the car. He's got the card. Jasmine, you've come a long way and made a bit of a friend out of, I think her name is Michelle. Michelle, yeah. Dana's wife. wife. Go with her, right? I think Gino, because she already got those $4,000 for the perfect wedding dress. Yeah. She bought a butt. Yeah, don't. and I think I think literally that Gina was like, okay, I need to go because she can't spend another four grand on a dress. Well, and here's the here's the bottom line of this whole entire segment. I'm pissed watching this because Gina wants to keep the budget around a thousand dollars, which mm-hmm. I think is generous. Yeah, uh, I don't. It's obviously not the most expensive wedding dress, but we saw Danielle of Danielle and Muhammad, and she was trying to scrape together scrape together a couple pennies for her, yeah. right? So. $1,000, pretty okay, I think, budget. But what pisses me off to no end is Jasmine could have gotten a $10,000 wedding dress if she didn't get butt implants. I know. So th- now she's here complaining, oh, $1,000, that's not enough. It's like no one was going to make you spend a 1000 You put yourself in this position. Yep. You put yourself in the $1,000 wedding dress because you put some butt implants in your butt. <laughs> and honestly, like she always looked great. She just needed to do a little more squats. For the butt implants. Yeah. Yeah, she looks fantastic. Maybe, sorry to blow up your business model, but mix in a steak once in a while, Jasmine. Mm. Not even that, but I follow a lot of fitness influencers and a lot of the girls are showing how they build their glutes and their butts just doing those hardcore exercises. Like, it's not an instant, you don't see it instantly like body implants, right? Mm-hmm. But if you put in the work and Jasmine seems to like work it out, like, she could have gotten on the, this butt in a year. Maybe, maybe not, because I do think she works out pretty hard. And if she's not seeing the results that she wants, some people just like, some people can't get calves. Some people can't get abs. Some, I know, a bit I'm, of, I'm guilty of that. There's a bit of genetics involved, mm. but it just pisses me off when she's complaining about the budget. And then don't even get me started on this sales associate. This, day, this sales associate stinks. When she stinks. said, you know, it's like, yeah, something closer to a thousand. She's like, all right, let's try this $5,000 uh, dress on. I would be out of there. I'd be like, you, you're not respecting me. You're not respecting my budget. I get you want to push me a little bit. Take me to 2000. Yeah. Du- double my budget. Well, I think that's what they started doing. Like, let's, let's start at the high end and then let's go down. So when they hit the 2000, all of a sudden, even though it's double the budget, it's going to seem cheap. And that's literally what happened. That's a smart tactic. It's not a smart tactic because if- It is because they bought it. I guess so. Gino could have been like, hey, two grand, it's still double the price I asked for. We might go somewhere else. No, 
he saw the $5,000 dress and the $4,000 dress. And then he has he a $2,000 dress, which is still beautiful. Jasmine loves it. He's like, let's take it. It's cheap. But here's why I find it offensive. They didn't show them one dress that was in their budget. Maybe they didn't have any. Then say that. Yeah. Say, say look, you came to this nice store. Or, we don't have that. Or we, okay. They, we didn't see that part, but of course Jasmine was looking at the dresses herself. Maybe the dresses for a thousand thousand dollars. She was just like, I don't want to even try this on. Okay. So I get the two thousand. I was offended and fuming when she shows a five thousand dollar. That's going to a car lot and being like, Yeah, I have twenty thousand to spend. They're like, All right, well here's this hundred thousand dollar Porsche. Yeah. You're really just gonna multiply my budget by five? That's absurd. Yeah. That's absurd. So she does, she ends up getting, it was the floor that sample. Was quick math for you. Quick maths. <laughs> um, I picked the number I could get to quickly. Uh, I could figure <laughs> it out. It was good. It was good. I know people don't tune into this podcast for my, for my math. So definitely not. They get the floor sample. That's how they got a deal. It was 2000 bucks. She looked good. She looked good in them all. Yeah. This is one of the first dress shopping scenes where I'm like, oh, she's killing every dress. Mm -hmm. Usually there's one that's like, eh, not the best, not the flatting. Killed them all. Yeah, I mean, she has a good figure. So like, I didn't like the dresses. Like, that's not my style. But did they look good on Jasmine? Yes. Okay. So now we have a dress. Let's go to the wedding venue. Again, not what Jasmine has in mind. No, but she ended up liking it. I did like it a lot. Like, I love the whole farm style venue, old school in. It wasn't as pretty as what I would envision, but uh, for Michigan, for Michigan, I was going to say yeah. now pure Michigan. Apparently it's beautiful. We've only been to Detroit, but yeah, this was right up our alley. This is where we would get married. Barn farm. Yeah. And they say small weddings, five to 15 grand, large weddings, 15 to 35 grand, which is a good price. Oh, yeah, I think that's that's definitely for what we saw. Jasmine's assessment is that Gino wants an old-fashioned and antique wedding so he can wear the fedora and like it looks <gasps> like it belongs. You think I don't I don't think a fedora fits this barn no, it, style no, it wedding. He would, a cowboy he, hat. I was just going to say, well, here's the thing. Jasmine would have been happier if they just got married at the beach, her, Gino, and Coco, right? True. Would have been much cheaper. She could have worn a bikini as she wanted, right? That would be a wedding on a budget. True. Minus you would need to fly to Miami. But Gino wants his family members there. And, and they, they probably, not everyone wants to do a destination wedding. It's expensive because for us, all our friends live elsewhere. Every wedding is a destination wedding for us that we go mm -hmm. to. And so it's, it gets pricey. Let's be honest. Yeah. I think Jasmine probably liked the venue even more than she was letting on. She didn't like how convenient it is for yeah. Gino's family. So that was really the big issue. And she got upset about it. She's like, your family's going to be here. I don't love that they're going to be here, especially because my family's not going to be here. Yeah. And I can understand that, that she's going to feel sad about her family not being there, but... She keeps blaming Gino's family for a lot of things, but Michelle seems to be coming around. And when we saw them meeting her for the first time, like no one was necessarily rude to her. Like everyone was no. maybe slightly judgy, but I think they're more judgmental against Gino. Be saying, 
hey, are you sure she loves you? She's this beautiful woman and you yes. are you. Like, are you really sure? Uh-huh. Like, I don't think they judge her because- It's twofold. At the end of the day, she's always being herself. It's twofold though. They're saying, damn, Gino, look at you. How are you getting a woman like this? So they're insulting the way he looks and acts, but they're insulting her by calling her a gold digger mm, and true. not in it for the real reasons and using true. him for a green card. So she, the family's offending both sides. That's a good point. I think they, it's funny because they don't think that Gino could potentially get a woman like her. And I know we all kind of feel the same way about it, but how about at this point, just roll with it. Well, also, didn't he, well, I was going to say, didn't he have a woman like her before? But we saw how that ended. Yeah, but we didn't know what she looked like. I think of pictures floating around. I didn't see it. That's uh, spicy. But, but he was younger at the time. I think they've been married for a while. Maybe. Now he's older, jobless, and Jasmine's young and hot, so. Yeah. So speaking of the family, they all go and meet at a restaurant. I feel like Uncle Marco, somewhere along the line, got a boot because he's yeah, not- Yeah, he, he's not there. He must have said something or did something. Like, he got the boot. We haven't- Someone do a wellness check on Uncle Marco because we haven't seen him in months. Yeah. Well, we saw Dana, Michelle, and then the nephew and his wife. Yeah. And this was the most intimate and emotional this group of people has been from the start. Yeah. Just the only thing that I'm going to say that Jasmine may regret later because she keeps talking shit about him all the time. Yes. And then when they are together, they have these nice moments and they don't necessarily get into fights or arguments, right? They seem to straighten things again. And then they're going to watch the show later and they're going to hear how much she hates them. Yeah, but I think she made the turn. This was the clean turn and I hope she stays on this path because... Prior to this, they'd have their decent moments, but then she would say something and she'd offend yeah. them. This whole entire meeting it was very much like, my bad, I miss my family, I want you guys to know I'm here for the right reasons, I'm not here to hurt Gino. And they were kind of like, all right, this is good. Dana was like, this is good, this is the, the start of something positive here, this is how you do it, I'm glad you're straightforward. And it made a difference, like, this was the most they looked like family that we've ever seen. That's true. And they all said, Michelle, Dana, and nephew saying, you need to understand that we had concerns. Like, look at you. You're so beautiful. Look and then, th- then look at Gino. And yeah. Gino's looking like a sad dog just sitting there. Uh. And so I can, I can understand. And I'm going to say something. And I think it's okay because I'm also foreign. I think people just get scared by foreigners. People get scared by, are you with this person for real? Especially right. when the foreigner's pretty or on a different level than the American, right? In life and look-wise. Yeah. Look that was the foundation of this series. The, like, Danielle Muhammad was like, what? How could this be? Well, that was very clear from the start that it's not going to fly. Yeah, but it's always that concern of like, oh, you're you're a user, Muhammad. You're a user, Jasmine. Like, there's always yeah. that concern that you're a user. So I think they've moved past that here. Everyone's excited. Gino throws his napkin in the air like he was graduating high school. <laughs> it was adorable. He should have... He shifts through his fedora. Exactly. Not in the air, just away. Just into the trash. All right. 
I think this is a good place to take a break. Let's do it. When we come back, we got a lot more to discuss. So without further hesitation, we'll take a break and we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. What's it's, up? What's ah, up? I'm ready to talk. I mean, <gasps> the clock is ticking for a lot of these couples. Yeah, we're very close to wedding days. So I think the season is nearing. TikTok, TikTok. I mean, it's what, end. episode 16? It's episode 16. I think we, uh, we're we going to have at least two more. I'm guessing based on the events. I would say at least two more, two to three more regular 90-day shows and then probably t- a two-part total as they've been doing lately. We've two had to a three-part. Three yeah, I think this is going to be a two-part. I'm going to go two more episodes. Do I go nuts here? Three-part tell-all? No. Two more episodes and then a two-part tell-all. I'm going to say two-part, too. I think they did three-part oh. when they did the whole people did the reunion in New York hanging out, yeah. but you can't really do it with these new couples. People don't know each other. Right. It was for, what, what, what was it for? Was it for happily ever after or because people knew so, yeah. each other. With like Jovi. Yeah. And there was small ad. There was Angela. There was this drama that they've already had created in the past. Yeah. Putting new people together. No one's going to be dramatic. Speaking of episodes, I think we have a break for Super Bowl Sunday. Ooh. So... I don't know if you're looking forward to the the Taylor Swift Bowl or not, but wait, what? she's performing for the Super Bowl. I no, think it was Usher. It's it's Usher, baby. But her husband's playing in the game, so what's we're gonna. This, what's this guy's name? Travis Kelsey. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't know a lot about this. Hold on. Are we doing a T Swift breaking news right here? What's happening? I'm not a Swifty. Oh. I really am not. I tried listening to her music. I think I like about a song and a half. Uh, like two or three. I just don't, I don't know. I'm not a Swifty. It's not my type all of right. music. Carry on. What do you got to say? The, uh, all I've been seeing lately is news about her and the guy. And people apparently did like um, AI kind of porn oh, yeah. for a montage. And she wants to sue them. I'm like, girlfriend, good luck. Because I don't know who you want to sue. No, if anyone can sue she can't she's gonna change the game when it comes to celebrity ai pornography but i didn't look i was like i don't even want my browser to get this information so i didn't read the articles i stayed clear but send me a link if you got one (laughs) all right let's talk about clayton and annalise well i was gonna add one more thing speaking of porn she's either gonna marry this travis guy or she's gonna come up with a banger about him and she's gonna make even more money absolutely all right (laughs) Clayton finally got an officiant, so that's good because they're one day from the wedding. Yeah, he and also- a makeup artist and a hairstylist. Yeah, so the only thing left to do is just awkward squats in the front yard. Okay, someone needs to teach him how to do proper sit-ups because he's going to hurt his back. Whatever he's doing, those are not proper sit-ups. Whatever he's doing is not proper anything. <laughs> also, you're not going to it get rid of your pouch if you do it the day before the wedding. Like, that should have been a little more consistent, bro. Oh, you, you don't think he's been doing his prison workout for the last several months? Definitely not. All we hear about how much he loves beef, so... Where's the beef? The American food. Where's the beef? So, they start chatting a little bit about the bachelor bachelorette party. Clayton wants to know how Annalise's celebration was, and she says the wrong thing. She's like, it was great. 
Your sister got me a stripper. Clayton lost his mind. I think Anna should just pack and leave him right now because you, if you get so upset over a stripper at a bachelorette party, then what's next? What, do you, what else are you going to get upset about? Well, here's why I'm going to side with my guy Clayton. And I'm not really going to, but for the sake of a healthy debate. Annalie was excited about the stripper. If he saw the video, his head would explode. She was literally getting like, uh, she was getting it in the face, right? I, I don't know any other polite way to say this. Well, I think the only reason why I would be upset about this is because she didn't even want to touch him. Well, thank you. Thank you for stepping in and stealing like my thunder. I think they have a healthy relationship and then she had a stripper at a bachelorette party. Well, that's fine. Like, it happens. Like, I know you didn't have a stripper. I didn't either. But if you did, if your friends got you a stripper, as long as she's just doing her job, I'm fine with it. It's a bachelor party, right? Why not? Right. But but we have a healthy relationship when it comes to the other aspects of it, right? All mm-hmm. aspects. Annalie banged him once in San Diego because he she felt bad for him. Yeah. But that was going to be my point before you so rudely interrupted me. Was <laughs> that's my it's my job on this spot. Was exactly. I think Clayton would be a lot more cool with, with the act of a stripper if he was getting some from Annalie himself, not this stripper getting to enjoy Annalie yeah. all to himself. And he didn't even see it. I think once he sees it, he's Ooh. gonna get even more upset because all he all he ever wanted her to do is to take some pictures, post it on social media, and have some sexy time. She did yeah. none of it. Well, she actually did all of it in one day because maybe she felt bad. Maybe she felt pressures, pressured. She posted a photo on Instagram and then she banged him after. Or I don't know what happened to her, but she did everything he ever wanted all in one day. And it took her forever. Yeah. For the stripper, she was taking videos, selfies, all kinds of things. And I'm pretty sure that she was not holding back this i'm pretty sure she shared it with the world or at least her friends well then he probably did see it maybe that's why he is so pissed you know that you can do the close friends on instagram you don't think he's a close friend you can select it yourself oh interesting do Do you do that i don't but i i was asking some people do it and i asked my friend she's like yeah you pick your close friends and so no no you pick your close friends yeah but if she was picking close friends don't you think she would add clayton Prior to... You can you also remove him. A lot oh. of my friends do it when they share pictures and stories of kids. Oh, you can... But you can block people from your yeah, stories, actually, yeah. which is even easier than yeah. close friends. Yeah. Again, okay. a lot of my friends do it when they share kids and their faces and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they pick close friends so they don't have any perfs right. seeing their kids. Right. Well, I think the the ball was dropped on Cameron's side because Cameron should have gotten the two of them a stripper. Call, call a stripper over. Why would Cameron... Get him a stripper. Because otherwise you're going to sit there and play computer games the whole think, night. I don't think he would even look at a stripper. Clayton? Yeah. Oh, I think so. If she dressed up like a guinea pig? <laughs> I absolutely. All right. Now we're talking. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about the stripper that came? It wasn't Jeff's bachelor party, but it was Jeff's friend's bachelor party. Who's Jeff? My friend Jeff. Drummer Jeff. He's never been engaged. No, he, he went to a bachelor party. Oh. It was at a hotel and... They ordered a stripper. Okay. And so the stripper came with a security guard slash DJ. Okay. So they both come into the hotel room. She lays down a tarp. 
And then he sets up, he brought a karaoke machine, like the one we got off Amazon. Okay. He only had one mic though. And he was on the mic playing music through the karaoke machine, like hyping it up through the mic while she danced on the tarp. And you're going like, oh, why is there a tarp? This sounds dirty. What type of show is this going to be? The tarp was because you would make it rain. And then that's just the easiest way to pick up the money. You just like grab it. But they got so drunk so fast, everyone was running out of cash. And so you would just make it rain on the tarp. And then Jeff and some other guys were saying like, they would sneak around and take the money off the tarp and just recycle their dollar bills to make the party last longer. And luckily the DJ didn't see it. Smart, I guess. Yeah, yeah but they, yeah, you can order, it's like pizza. You can order a stripper to your house. Well, I know you can, but it's, um, I don't think Clayson would appreciate it. I'm still trying to figure out what he likes and doesn't like. Like he, the fact that his bachelor party was just him and Cameron in the pool and then playing video games. Like, <laughs> I mean, how, how do you make this guy happy? Me and my bro taking a dip. But yeah, I think if the stripper was wearing a Ganekip costume, maybe dance with a Ganepix oh, a little yeah. bit. Maybe laying down, Imagine having the, the Ganepigs climbing over her. Imagine the stripper like in a wheel, like in the guinea pig wheel. You know, the Ganepigs don't do the wheel, right? Oh, that's a hamster wheel. Hamster wheel. Mm. But maybe, maybe if she was laying down naked and just had the Ganepigs just like, exploring her body. Wow. Maybe have like a guinea pig treats all over different points so the guinea pigs could just like go and get it. Anyone else turned on? Is too sexual? Not enough. <laughs> Anyways, so Clayton is pissed. He's fired up. Annalie is upset that Clayton's pissed. So she goes and starts packing, right? Class, uh, classic. Classic move. She's in the bedroom grabbing her suitcase. And so instead of talking to your fiance, he talks to his sister, he calls Brandy. Yeah, um, before he did, and I told him or told us that, well, Brandy spent money on the stripper, so of course I enjoyed it. It's like, yes, but you also asked for it and it's okay. It's it's okay. Did she ask for it? Because it's actually not okay if he was like no strippers and then she was like strippers. Oh, she definitely, because she was talking about bachelorette party, American style, a stripper. Mm. She said it in front of Brandy and then Clayton said no stripper. But I think Brandy said no did. So this is where Clayton really lost me because he calls his sister and he's like, the whole stripper thing, it's making Annalie want to leave. She's packing her bags. It's like, no, it's not the stripper making her want to leave. It's, it's you. It's the way you're reacting mm-hmm. to the stripper. She would have been totally, she would probably been more in love with you if you were like, yeah, it's cool. You had a stripper. Like, don't do it again, please. But like, it's your bachelor party. Have fun. Yeah. It's your overreacting that's making her want to leave. Yeah. And okay. So after he calls Brandy, he, they, they keep talking and now Annalise telling him saying, yeah, the stripper was trying to like, Come to me, but I was telling him, go away, dance with Brandy. Oh, yeah. Lies. Girl, that's the last thing <laughs> Sur- you did. Survey says that's a lie. You literally, if the stripper was trying to be with someone else, you're like, no, 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 no. Come over. Come over here. Be here. 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 <laughs> yeah. I thought, I literally thought they were going to resolve this. Like, I thought it was going to be a classic story arc where it's like, oh, I got really mad. I found out, but then I calmed down. And no, they calmed down. For a hot minute. For a hot minute. But Clayton's basically like, I know you don't want to talk about this anymore. You want to move on. I don't know if I can make that happen. I just, I'm going to need to be able to talk to you about this because I'm going to need to know more details. 
let's just wait for the tell-all, bro. But he's like, never again will this happen in this world. It's like, mm, I wouldn't go that far because she's literally going to leave you. I'm actually surprised she hasn't left you yet because of all the issues you guys had. You living with a closet mom, you playing video games all the time, you never want to do anything ever. Yeah. She doesn't want to bang you. So this whole relationship is very strange to me. I think he somehow is in love with her for whatever reason. And she it, she was in love with him because she was like, oh, he's this cool American guy, right? Now when she knows how he lives, what he does, now she's turned off. Speaking of scammers, she's not getting enough shit or accusations of being a scammer after seeing the way she's behaved a little bit i think we should be a little more suspicious of her she doesn't want to bang him she didn't want to tell anyone about him she didn't want to post and it's like you just wanted to come here and get a green card and then start your life well i don't think she was a scammer but what i think is that i think she was unsure of him and he i'm pretty sure that it was him saying yeah like we're engaged, come over, let's see, do it. And so she did, but she was quickly learning that, wait a minute, he lives in a one-bedroom apartment with a mom in a closet, 59 guinea pigs, pets, dogs, chihuahuas, trash everywhere. All he does is playing video games. He doesn't want to travel. He doesn't want to go out. He doesn't have friends. So I think it's really hitting her. I think the more it's hitting her, the more she's starting to question it. Yeah. Well, she's going to spend the night alone tonight. She's going to sleep in a separate room. So that's, I mean, that is a tradition before weddings to, to sleep in a separate room. So maybe they're just starting the, the tradition early. Is it a early. tradition? Yeah, you spend the night separately. No. Oh. It's... It's old school. I don't like it. Now, no, spend as much time as you can together. Yeah, I don't think I would be able to sleep. Yeah. But yeah, let's see if she's going to marry him because I'm going to say if she does, they're going to have a lot of issues. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to another couple who has spent the night or two in separate rooms. Yeah, Rob is picking up Sophie from the hotel and he just feels like she let him down by like running away, being with mom. Yes. She says she defended him when she and mom discussed him. Because obviously when they went to the hotel and spent some time alone, mom and Sophie talked about Rob. And she's like, no, I always I always defend you. And that upsets Rob because he's like, where was that energy when you guys were bashing me and my manhood? I think... I think Rob knows he deserves the bashing. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes it hurt so much because I feel like if either of our parents commented on our lives or on the other person's lives, we would just be like, all right, like think what you want. Like if, if my parents were like, what are you doing with your life? Who are you spending your life about? I'd be like, all right, think what you want. I'm confident enough in my decisions in my life to be happy with it. But Rob's really letting it get to him. Well, because mom is commenting on the way he lives his life. He's not, she's not commenting on, oh, you live in an apartment if you could live in a house. No, she's commenting on the fact that he lives in a neighborhood that's not safe, that doesn't have a bathroom, basically. He, he wasn't prepared for her arrival. He doesn't have a job. Like she's commenting on all this. And on top of that, instead of Rob saying, you know what? 
great point. Let me try. Let me try to find something. Let me try to work hard. He just isn't. Right. But that's my point. I think he knows he's a loser and mom is shining a light on it. He's pretending he's not a loser. He's saying, whoa, no, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing the other thing. But it's really affecting him because he knows deep down he's doing nothing. If someone tried to call us out, I don't think we would have that same reaction. We'd be like, all right, think what you want. Like, I know, I know deep when I lay my head down at night, I'm confident in what I do. Yeah, same. Who I'm with, who I am. Rob's pretending he is, but you can see he's, it's all fake. It's all, it's all a facade because he's getting so upset over these comments. Well, because he's blaming it on the fact he says, well, they never been through a hardship. And listen, I don't judge that. Like you, whatever you come from that. Yeah. So you try to survive if that's what you have to do. And that's cool. But right now, like you could pick up a job, like bro, you have no job. And you're complaining that Sophie wants to be posh. Like all she said, she's like, can we live in a safer neighborhood? Maybe the bathroom inside. I don't think that's a big ask. I think if she came and said, hey, I want to live in Beverly Hills, one of those villas. Right. Then you could kind of bring her down to earth because that is what? Less than 1% of people that can afford places like this. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that would be a different... She's not asking for anything fancy. She literally wants to feel safer. And I think that's that's fair. Yeah. And then she brings up the social media postings. I love when she talks about these posts because I feel like I feel like Sophie needs to start a TikTok channel where she just reads millennial tweets and explains <laughs> them. She's like, throwing shade, throwing shade. And then she goes on and explains. I'm like, this needs to be a TikTok channel. I'm too old for that because I'm like, what are you saying? That's why you need the channel. You'd follow along. And so if he would teach you all the millennial ways of speaking. Well, she carries herself in a more mature way than her age is. Like you always forget that she's 24. Sure. Or 25, like very young because she carries herself well. And so when she does things like not even millennials, what is before millennials? Is it Gen Z? Maybe Z. Yeah. Why? Gen X. X, one of those. One of those gens. Then you realize, you're like, wait a minute, you are very young and I don't know what you're talking about because I am a millennial on the right side of being a millennial. The older side? Yeah, the older side of being a millennial. So I don't get what you're saying. I understand memes, but I never look too deep into them, I guess. I never, like if you send me a meme, I'm just laughing at the meme. I've never been like, okay, so John sent me this. So he's trying to tell me that I'm a bad cook cook," or something. Mm -hmm. Like I never never look into that this way. Yeah. Rob's not looking into it either or taking it seriously whatsoever. He's just like, let's talk about real things, not social media, which it is a real thing or it's a symptom of a real thing. And Sophie starts bawling because she knows Rob isn't listening to her or taking herself seriously. And Rob just goes, ugh, all right, I'm sorry for hurting your feelings over some social media posting. Like even his responses are just so dismissive of her feelings. It is. But then he essentially comes around and apologizes and he said he needs to get better. He will get better about trying to see her point of view. And, but I feel like they always do this. This is literally another one. They get into a fight, they argue, she cries. She tells him he fucks up. He gets this moment for a hot minute, apologizes back, and then it's going to go back to the old ways. Right, because he doesn't mean it. 
she's yeah. she's speaking her truth. She's telling him how he really feel, how she really feels, and he's giving total like. Yes, mom. Like he's mm-hmm. giving yes, mom vibes where he's just saying what he needs to say to get her out of his room so he can go back to playing video games. It's like, yeah. yes, mom, I'll clean my room. I'll change. I'll stop posting on social media. He doesn't mean it. And that's why none of this lasts and they will fight again next episode. Yep. That's how I see you too. All right. Let's move on. Let's talk about Sam and Citra. All right. Is it conversion day? It's another one day to wed situation here. And well, the conversion is the Islamic wedding, too. Yeah. But we open with one day to wed. And this I don't this isn't a back. I don't know what this is, but this land, if it's part of the Airbnb, if it's I think it is. It's lovely. It's very lovely. And I think if that's where the wedding's going to be, which that's what it looks like, it's going to be very cute. Oh, they said that we rented this barn or this house. It's got the land. We're going to well, have the wedding here. One of our friends, they did have a wedding at the Airbnb. Like a lot of Airbnbs, they rented knowing that it's a wedding venue. They may be a little more expensive than if you just stay there, I'm but they allow who. you. What state? Massachusetts. It was on a hill. Oh, yeah. That was an Airbnb? Mm-hmm. I thought it was a venue. No, there was an Airbnb. You can just rent a house. Like If you went inside the house, it was True. it was a house, True. right? But everything that was outside the property, that's where the wedding was. It's a really good wedding hack, guys. And we didn't even think of that because you well, bring everything in. Well, I think you need to in. tell them. I think you need to, if you rent an Airbnb, I don't think you can just do a wedding there. I think either you need to talk to the owner because you're going to bring people on the property. And there are Airbnbs that are fine with it because they True. know that, damn, this is great for a wedding, but they can, they're going to upcharge you a little. True. So, okay. Sam's like, well, you know what's going to happen. We're going to convert and then bang, bang time. Citra, I forget, is a virgin. So she doesn't know what to expect. She's a little scared. Yeah, but he must be talking to her because she's like, finally, your balls are not going to be blue. I'm like... Whoa. Oh, yeah. He's making it For a it virgin, known. you know a lot. He's making it known. So, okay. Wedding day, conversion day. It's all happening. Sam is going to get decked out wearing his prayer shirt, some headwear, mm-hmm. but probably trying to make mom proud, hanging on to those classic American Levi's. Oh, he's yeah. Wearing, he's wearing jeans in addition. And maybe it's okay. I don't know the customs, obviously. Well, Sam doesn't either because we see Herman explaining to Sam that he's going to have to pray five times a day. And let me go back to the time stamp here. One day to wed. Really leaving it to the last minute to learn what you're converting to. Yeah, honestly, oh, I, I I hate when these 90 days just don't Google. Just Google. Just yes, Google. It's pretty disrespectful to the culture mm-hmm. that you're just like, whatever. Like, it, I'm just going to convert. I don't know anything about it. Well, that's what I think he's doing. I think he thinks I'm going to convert. And then if I pray one time a day with Citra or so, like at least once a week, who's going to see me? I don't think he takes it that seriously. I think he takes it seriously that he knows he has to marry if he wants to marry Citra, he needs to convert. But I don't think all the things that come with it, he takes that seriously because the dad's not going to be here to keep an eye on him. 
Brian, he doesn't give a shit. He just looks up to the sky watching mm-hmm. for aliens. And Citra, is she really going to stay on top of him with this? Uh, maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, because then Herman and Sam went into the room alone to have a little father-son chat. And Herman was asking, are you ready for this? And Okay. I'm, I'm okay with this as long as you're going to be a good wife. And Sam's like, or be a good husband. And Sam's like, yeah, you know, I look to you, Herman. I look to you and your wife and you guys are the perfect example of how a family should be. So what is the wife? Why, why her mommy's in there? I don't know. But those are the magic words. I guess it softened Herman up enough because he gives Sam his blessing. And then Sam goes, oh, thank God. Oh, I mean, Allah. It's like, <laughs> again, right there, you have so much to learn. Uh-huh. You are converting into a religion you clearly don't know much of anything about. Like he needs to be more like Avery. You remember Avery? Yeah. Yeah. Avery and Omar. She literally did all she was supposed to do before she even married Omar. She did her research. She was already praying. She accepted Islam before she even... I feel like before she even converted officially, right? Before she married him, like she did everything, accepted it as her religion. That's why the relationship is successful. Freaking Sam, he's kind of like, well, yeah, I mean, I'll roll with the punches and uh, we'll see how things are. I don't think he takes it seriously. He takes it as a necessity he needs to do in order to marry Citra. However, in his mind, I still think that he thinks, all right, how strict is she going to be? Is mm-hmm. she really going to be that strict or are we just going to pray like once a week? Yeah. So it's go time. Brian finally showed up fashionably late. People weren't sure if he was going to make an appearance, but he did. He basically walked in and was like, what's up? Like, <laughs> I was like, all right, Brian, rocking those sunnies the entire time. Ryan's, Brian's basically there. For research. He's like a self-proclaimed religious scholar. He's like, other religions are interesting, so I'm just here to learn, take notes, see what I can find. Uh, Also, Brian's parents didn't support his marriage, so he knows how that feels. Because he was married to someone who's obsessively religious. He isn't. And I assume maybe he comes from family that isn't. Right. So he wanted to show support, the support he didn't get. So they do the ceremony. Sam's led through a prayer. Citra was impressed. Citra's dad is just filming the whole thing, like very proud. Didn't this seem too easy? Like we're giving Sam shit for not studying, not taking this seriously. But like maybe they didn't show the whole thing, but this seemed way too easy. You just say a prayer and then bada bing, bada boom, converted. I feel like if you want to be a Christian, you just need to get baptized. But there's at least some water involved. There's a bath. Yeah, but no one's asking you to recite the Bible or anything. You just want to be a Jesus person. You just uh, get baptized. I guess so. I get. I mean, to become an American citizen, you got to take a test. Yeah. To become Jewish, it's more complicated because my friend had to convert. You have to study. Exactly. Yeah. There's, There's a bit more to it. You should at least have to say the prayer with the training wheels off. Like yeah. someone should, you should have to recite it without yeah. anyone helping you. I don't know. It just seemed too easy. Prove to me because these religious leaders are so invested in their faith that like, I wouldn't want just anyone to come in. Yeah. So I'd be like, prove to me that you're as invested as I am. Well, 
I think they look at it in a way that like, oh my gosh, another person wants to accept our religion. I know, but- Wants think, to see the world the way we see the world. But think about religion these days. I feel like there are some bad apples and don't you want to make sure who you're letting into your religion so that you do the religion well and like- Well, often in the religion, you don't judge people. Very true. So you accept them the day we are and hoping that- if they are a bad apple, then maybe the religion will help them to get mm. better and to find inner peace and to find Allah or Jesus or whoever. And yeah, I don't think there should be a judgment when it comes to things like this. Right. And I feel like often people who do fuck up a big time, they do turn to religion eventually because there is no judgment. Very true. So, okay. Sam's converted. Herman was asked to give the blessing. He does. Herman shed a tear. All goes well. And Brian's review of the entire thing, it's great. Period. And then they got married too. I think it's just the yeah. religious ceremony. That was it, yeah. Yeah, they still need to do the American wedding and do all the necessary paperwork for her to actually get to apply for a green card. Yeah. But in the eye of Allah, they're married. Yep. There you go. Nice. Well, another wedding and one more to come when it comes to these two guys. Ashley and Manuel. Yes. All right. So we all love Florida, but we all forget that Florida has a, what do we call it? The hurricane season. Mm -hmm. It's basically May till the end of November, guys. People often forget how long the hurricane season is. And often these freaking hurricanes come towards the end of the season. Well, here we go. Before we get to that, though, Ashley talked to Manuel's mom because yes. she's not coming to the wedding. Blanca's not going to be at the wedding. So they wanted to FaceTime her. And it was emotional because, of course, Blanca's not going to be there. Ashley understands I would be sad if my family couldn't be there. But she's like, I'll take care of man, well, nothing to worry about. Blanca's like, cool, you're a daughter to me. And yeah. boom, everyone's happy. I, I don't want to say I judge these couples. I don't. And it's Gino and Jasmine. It's Ashley Manuel. But you all can do a small wedding. Just go to the courthouse, get married, get the papers going, and then save the money, invite the, at the least, invite the parents and do a ceremony that you really want to do. No one's forcing you to have a big wedding without the family members. That's a good point. I think a lot of people don't realize that and it's just sad. And it's a, and I talked about it before that my dad almost didn't make it and luckily he did, right? But then if he couldn't come, I don't know what you and I would do because I would want him to be there. Right. So. Yeah, no, of course you do the small wedding just if you need to for visa. Of course, what so I'm saying sake. is like, if you need to, if the yeah. family cannot come, there are other options that you can do and then do it again and do it better. Do it when you can, when you have a year or two to save up money for the wedding and have time and money to invite the family members who couldn't come, right? Just yeah. do it right. Yeah. So there may be no wedding at all, Teresa, because Armando, the wedding planner, messaged Ashley and it wasn't a great message. Fact is, tropical storms are a brewing. Yes, and it's very common in Florida and especially Southern Florida 
Man, when those about to hit, they hit hard usually. Here's the issue. Ashley's like, I'm not a Floridian. I didn't take into account hurricane season when I planned the wedding. Okay. And I'm not faulting you. But Armando, your wedding planner, should have said something. Well, yes, but at the same time, people love getting married in Florida in May, in June, in July, in August, in November. There are years that we don't get any storms or minor storms and things are okay. There are years that we get hit three times. Oh, more than that. Shit goes down. Okay, but if, if you're a wedding planner and you're planning a wedding for someone out of state from New York... I would probably be like, oh, you want to get married in hurricane season? Just a heads up. Yeah. It's hurricane season. I don't know if you want to get insurance or if you want to think about another date. But I would tell the party that was getting married that it, there's a possibility of a hurricane. True. But again, hurricane season is for May. What is it? May, June, July, August, September, October, November. It's for seven months. I don't, it's yeah. most of the year. And it's true. Yeah. That's the hurricane season. Yeah. You can't really, you cannot say, oh, don't get married okay, for you, seven months. But you can say, hey. I know that you're getting married on the beach. Heads up, there's a hurricane. Like, so have a fallback, have a backup True. plan. Let's also figure out what we're going to do if the weather isn't great. True. Because Ashley's whole thing is like, well, it's a full moon. We want to get married during a full moon, divine timing, blah, blah, blah. And now there's a hurricane coming. Yeah. And not only that, not only would the wedding be ruined, but they left the wedding to the last minute. So if they don't get married, the K-1 visa could expire. Like tomorrow. Like they have to get married now because of the K-1, because it's uh, a destination wedding. So people flew here for it. Yeah. So they need to get it done. Just get it done now. Don't wait until, what, 5 p.m. or whatever. Just get married. Yeah. All right. That's the episode. That's it. Woo. I'm really excited for next time because I kind of want to see what's going to happen with this hurricane wedding. Well, I think we're going to have to wait an extra week because of the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Who watches the Super Bowl anyways? Yeah. (laughs) But good things come to those who wait. So we will patiently wait for that. In the meantime, if you guys want to hear more, if you guys want to hear us talk about the single life, you can do that on Patreon and Supercast. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Married to Reality at Supercast.com. Also, Teresa, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. It's a good time over there. Memes, messages, news, scheduling, and yeah, the chatting. Call the in. chatting. The chatting, they're calling in. That's something we love. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the beautiful review we received from our friend. Mountain Mama WV Mountain Mama. That sounds like a radio. It's WV Mountain Mama. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I would uh, listen to that. Yeah, I absolutely would. Thank you for that beautiful review, Mountain Mama. If you haven't left a review, please do. You guys know we love love. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast right here for the world to hear. Yes. All right. That is it. I've said it all. I've said it all. Yes, you have. I mean, so we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.